0: Welcome back to the Modern Old School Training Podcast. I am Aaron King with Coach Bob King. As usual, today we're talking about summer. It's getting hot outside, and so that means that training is ramping up. Uh, kids are out of school, and it is just full on run, jump, lift. It is just get it in, and so it's summertime, and we want to kind of talk about summer training programs, what the purpose is, uh, what to think about, what to avoid. And how does it really impact you as an athlete uh, in your sport, sports specifics? And we're going to really kind of break down some of those elements. Um, first thing we want to talk about is really the purpose and getting into um, what to think about the intensity and in what you want to train uh, for the summer. Because, you know, you have in-season, off-season, and periodization, all, that thing, all those things come into play in different training camps. So when we talk about the purpose of summer, we're talking about speed, strength, and uh, really it's ramping a, it up. It's
1: a package deal. Um, summer carries its own um, uh, message. And that is, number one, you have the opportunity for the optimal growing season as an individual, for, especially from a teenage standpoint. And that means a couple of things. One, get a routine. That means getting, you got to get to bed. Get your sleep, because a lot of these summer programs start early in the morning, and sleep is your recovery time, but you don't have the stress of school and a lot of other extracurricular activities, so you can kind of catch up and grow. And so that's important, all sports, all genders, because that's what your body wants to do. It wants to grow and mature. So all right, talking about very the growth. Big. Talking about
0: the growth. Yes. We, so now, how does that affect? Let's kind of talk about the, the effect of the intensity of the training and the duration of the training. Um, obviously, you have more time. Yeah. And so, uh, we're, you're, you're able for to, ab-
1: non scientifically, I call it absorb the training, which is really pretty accurate because what you end up doing is you train, you stress and stimulate the body. It goes into recovery mode that produces growth. Um, pressure or stress on bones can help stimulate that growth, solidify them, ossify them, et cetera. And so, what you want to do is take advantage of the opportunity to go in, work out hard, and then take that recovery and let the growth take its own course.
0: And, and, and days of the week. Um, you know, I, I know we, we've done a lot of six-day training. Yes. Uh, Saturdays, high yes. speed on the track. Uh, there's generally not speed on Fridays. That's a weight yeah, day. Yeah, we,
1: we have, a, we have a, a week, kind of a mini-mini a, a periodization where we take the week and cycle through different elements. So you want me to go through that now and give that a, a run-through? Because yeah, sure, week, yeah. weeks are very important how they're laid out. The weights, the lift will be determined by sport. We'll talk about that in a minute. So there could be anywhere from a four-day to a three-day and what we call specials. We have a one-week special uh, for some aggressive older athletes where we lift five days in a row, but we only do that for one one week. Most of the time, average is three days. So we break those days into training themes of the lift. So, for example, we do total body in in our program, and so what the Monday theme is pretty much going to be Chest, back, and legs, all the major, the heavy, big muscles. Wednesday is kind of a balance day, I call it, because we do a lot of dumbbell work. So whether it's a press or a curl or whatever, single leg movements to make sure the left and right side of the body are as even as possible. Friday, since we're not doing speed work or what, running on Friday, is back to a... a total body but the the muscle groups get major lifts you know uh, we might do some push presses for the shoulders bench squats with a bar uh, if that athlete is uh, profiled for that and then we do more explosive training on friday with some sort of some sort of jump or something and on wednesday as the summer progresses we do more of olympic style lifting and on friday as well to go with that we have the running program And we do Monday through Thursday with multiple themes, and that is 0 to 10 on Monday. We just do as much as we can to make your first step fast and explosive. Coming back on Tuesday, we're into change of direction. We do lots of different cone and ladder and combination drills. Wednesday, 0 to 30. Get off the start. Get your stride going. Check your running mechanics and technique and see how we can make your whatever you have to run better, you know, 40, 60, 100, those type of things. Thursday, we go into as sports-specific as possible change of direction because at some point, sports diverge. An offensive lineman and a volleyball setter are going to do different things. So we're going to divide up as much as we can into sports-specific types of change of direction. Nothing on Friday. Track on Saturday. Now, the track on Saturday is a speed day. I've elected to really not go out past 150 meters so that we only run at most 50 of the meters on the curve and in, into the straightaway for um, a um, a good burst. And we have multiple types of programs that we build around that. So that's kind of a snapshot. And, of course, Sunday is off. That's a snapshot of our week. And throughout the summer, to kind of merge periodization into this, summer is a macro cycle. It can be, depending on where you are, anywhere from 8 to 12 weeks long. And what we do is take that the mi- micro cycle down from that becomes the mesocycle, which is we change programs every two weeks, um, especially in the lifting area, and start adjusting our running. The the um, micro cycle is the week I just described. So I went to the end and worked back. The uh, cycles are very important because in the first part of June, we're working on speed, primarily and strength. Conditioning is secondary as we build it into the running, but once we get into July and we 're looking at training camps coming up for multiple sports, we start bringing in a heavier conditioning element, and so we'll kind of we mix and match, but we re- take away something before we add something we reduce a little of the speed if we 're going to add some some sort of running and to help with the generic type of a conditioning test, since athletes have so many different conditioning tests they have to take, and we have so many different schools represented. We go on the track in July and run a mile sprint, and we run 150 meters, 120 meters, and 100 meters in different increments that come up to about, I think, 100 yards short of a mile, but it's all fast, so we keep our speed theme alive, 4.150s, 5.120s, 6.100s. Um, so that's kind of a, a real quick look at everything we do without a detail of every of every day right now. But there's a message in there and I just want to make sure clear to everybody what you didn't hear me say is you know the first day of June training we're busting it. Now we're busting it but we're not we're not using it up. I've seen too many kids come in after the 4th of July break and they're they're just tired. They've just overtrained. They've pushed you know To their credit, they were excited, enthusiastic, and really got after it. But you really have to get after it with a schedule and control and design. And so if you're trying to do everything every day, there's a wall. And so we do not send our athletes into training camp with dead legs. And so by ramping things up, taking things away, we're allowed the body to absorb the training, adapt, and then be ready for camp. So freshness is important even at the end of a 10, 8-week cycle.
0: All right so that, there's there's a lot of information there. Um, I'm going to go back to kind of talking about the speed for for sport specific training, because yeah. your sport does not exclude speed, and so when we talk about the acceleration, the high end technique, the conditioning, and a lot of the running now. You're not going to put a tennis racket in a tennis player's hand for every day of training. You're not going to have Uh a football player with a football. There's some sports-specific things that are great for Thursday, sports-specific day, where you're really focusing on maybe a quarterback in the pocket or a tennis player moving side to side with a racket. But when it comes to being fast off the line, really the only... The only uh, variation there is really the starting position or stance, maybe three point stance or like a batter box stance or something like that. But really, Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you need to train proper angles for sprint technique. And you have to, yeah. It kind of goes back to the whole combine topic where that day you're you're a track athlete, no matter what position you are, you're an athlete. So we train that way. the
1: The thing it goes like this is we're going to teach you, we're going to teach everybody how to be a sprinter. That way, you can train fast. And because you do it so much, your sports posture will take over. And once you get out of your initial sports posture, the start or whatnot, then you will be fast, and you'll be faster in your sport. So you have to train fast to get fast to be fast in your sport. And what you were saying, I had a baseball player last week, and we were doing some uh, some uh, contrast runs, you might say. We are doing some 25-yard sprints after a, a device, and he was standing and starting with his hands hanging down in front of him. And I said, all right, cock your arms to mimic your legs so that you can get a good takeoff. And one of the other guys said, well, I have him him start like he he does, you know, in baseball where his arms are hanging in in front of him, like coming off first base. Great point, except he does not start coming off the bag going straight ahead. So the point is, if you're going to start straight ahead, start, at a mechanical advantage to be fast then on thursday we're going to put you at your starting position for whatever sport it is and teach you how to get out of that but you're already faster so you'll be out of it faster and know how to use your arms in whatever position they need to be in so that's your point's very 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 important on how you approach your speed training no matter what sport
0: yeah it's the same concept of functional training where um you know Sure, doing a bench press on a giant physio ball might be harder and cause more balance, but you're limiting the amount of weight you can do. So you're actually, by adding difficulty, you're making it uh, easier on the whole muscle group that you're actually trying to challenge the chest. And so same thing with running. Uh, If you really want to maximize your speed training, put yourself in an optimal speed training position and then Everything has its place, and so you have those sport-specific branches within the training and within the themes of each day. And then, uh, of, of course, we, we've talked before. You guys can go back to um, one of the training program uh, training po- uh, podcasts where we talked about lift or run before uh, you know your speed training. Right. Uh, what, what order? Summer really doesn't change. Um, Not so much. No. Yeah. But like, as far as intensity, say we're in one of those heavy lift weeks where it's like, all right. Um, you know, this, this particular group of athletes this Friday is going to be a, a big squat day. So right. how do we rearrange and prepare thinking, all right, we're going to be on the track Saturday, high speed, got the hamstrings, uh, sports specific was Thursday, really getting ready for that, uh, you know, that, that contrast.
1: Well, there's a, there's a process there of course. And, um, um, we know that we're going to lift and jump on Friday, big, And then the track, um, the thing about it, it is well-regulated. In other words, we are going to run the speed, distance, and rest intervals so that we don't have too much of a residual from the day before. And what that starts with is a very thorough, complete warm-up. And, of course, by the time we get to July, that's pretty easy (laughs) when we get outside in Texas. And so we're going to get warmed up. And every one of our runs, like let's take, for example, on the high-speed 110s, we always call the first one a freebie. In other words, we're timing them, and we don't yell at you if you don't make your time. But especially on the first one, it's a freebie. We tell whatever we're running, we tell the athletes, all right, run down, pick up your speed, and you're responsible for your hamstrings, your quads, your groin. Let me know how they're feeling, okay? So we're not going to blast off the first Sprint and uh, implode anybody, so that's probably the the one big takeaway is after the warm up, the first sprint. Is not going to be your best one. Uh, I mean, if, it's, if it is, you may be in trouble. So just keep that in mind. And then from there, uh, we allow the athletes to ramp up. And uh, some of our interval training is at a, is a pace that most everybody can handle without, you know, let's say, susceptibility to injury. But especially on the high speed stuff, we're going to be very methodical on the transition to high speed. Yeah, that's
0: that's another learning uh, curve for any young athlete is learning to know your body and knowing the difference between uh, soreness and a, and a muscle strain. The whole injured or hurt. Um, so the, there's that toughness element and there's that that smart, smart element. Yeah, yeah, train smart and so know your body. And uh, I think that's an important pro, you know part of any program as a coach is really uh, getting that feedback in in the moment. Um, kind of we only got a few more minutes here. Uh, I want to talk uh, touch on this one last topic about. The two sessions, we kind of break it into two. You have June and July. Oh, yes. So the athlete that skipped June and wants to make up for it in July. That, because <laughs> no, we see it no such pretty thing. regularly.
1: Yeah, we do. And uh, ironically, you asked that because I had an athlete Monday just um, a couple of days ago from when we're talking now, um, came in and said, well, now I, I won't be here Tuesday. Do I make that up on Wednesday? No. Tuesday has gone. You start where you are. And so if you are on vacation, lazy, whatever your excuse is, and you show up on July 5th after a long fourth weekend, you start on July 5th. June 1 is gone. June 5th is gone. Now, I say that, but also with the idea that hopefully you or a a smart coach is going to ramp you into the July intensity, maybe with uh, lighter poundages or uh, uh, one or two less sets and so forth. But just forget June. There is no such thing as makeup. You're just asking for an injury there. It's just a, a bad idea. That's a big reason why you need to really
0: follow a program or have a coach that uh, you know is really thinking uh, with your with your overall athletic prep, uh, kind of all, all in one thing. That way, your your every workout is connected with a plan. Um, last thing, talking about that, finding a coach, camps, joining camps. You have yes, um, so many different options. So you have sports camps. You have the speed and develop, you know, speed, agility, strength. Yes, but having them not overlap in, in the diminishing returns and the overtraining, selecting a camp, choosing a camp.
1: Well, keep an eye on your schedule. Uh, there just before we get to the uh, athletic development camps um you have all your sports camps whether it's football 7 on 7 you know volleyball baseball tennis are always in season and playing something somewhere and you you want to look at a training uh, athletic development camp that's going to help you it's don't get don't get enamored by how hard something is. That's easy. If I want to make Saturday track run hard, we'll just go out and run 400s. Uh, nobody can escape those. But that doesn't mean it's the best thing for you, and there's reasons for that. It, it'll slow you down. But make sure you find a camp that has a uh, what looks like to be a reasonable schedule. If, you're, if you have to be at the camp at 6 or 6.30 in the morning, I'd say no. Uh, if you want to uh, – um, Increase a particular attribute of yours. You want to get stronger. You want to get look at the background of the coaches. Um, you know, strength coaches who are powerlifters are going to be strength oriented. Track track guys who are in strength and conditioning they're going to be speed oriented. And so you may want to find a place with a staff with a resume that matches your need or interest. So be careful about doing that. If you have a staff full of powerlifters, you may end up doing a lot of stuff not best for you, and omitting some things not best for you. Um, the The country is so full of different types of camps, it's hard to just say, here's where you need to go or not go. But just read everything on a website or brochure that you you are interested in to see where it fits in your needs. And if nothing else, you or a parent can call and say, me or my son, whoever it is, wants to work on this, what do you offer? So don't hesitate to call and talk to a staff member to see if they match up with you because all programs are not created equal. So be aware just because you want to be smart. Yeah, developing skills, developing speed uh, is two
0: of the biggest differentiators from levels. Strength is definitely important, but those two things are, are the difference. Just look at Steph Curry, perfect example of a guy, skill and quick. Uh, so anyway, that's all, that's all we got for today. We're out of time. Um, hopefully that's a little bit of insight into how to approach your summer training, a little insight onto what we do, and you can kind of in, uh, maybe take some of that and, uh, and uh, use have an informed decision when you prep for the summer. Uh, if you have any questions, please reach out. I am at DeepSnap on Twitter, and Coach King is at KingTraining, and we'd love to get any responses, any questions, and we will talk to you next time.